Well, welcome once again to Bible Learning Cup. I'm your host. You know, I had a chance this morning to do two or three hit pieces on ch pastors who have lost their way, got caught with their secretary, Greg Locke, all those guys, or set that aside and talk about the misdeeds of the, of the persecution to this day in the government of China against the Christian churches. I decided to go with China. The other one was just too much. It was terrible. Kids were put in a shelter and everything. The pastor just bought a new van. I just, you know, how much of that can we take? No, anyway, the foreign Christians uh, over there in, in China, they're saying, what do you mean a foreign Christian? Will somebody come from the outside in? Those are people that are taken to this special thing by the Chinese authorities. And there's these special, well, a village. You may recall the World Council of Churches here. I believe it was this month. They ran over there to China to take a look around. They said, boy, look at this, man. There's all kinds of things going on here. They just showed us, look, there's a big church. And everybody said, yeah, we're just fine here. This is it's just fine. Well, this is fishy. And what happens, the government has these things. They Like the old uh, Pontemkin village, remember those things? Where they put a, a fake shopping mall out and some fake churches, some fake business people. And everybody was staffed with like agents who said, yes, it's absolutely great here. Everything's fine. Yes, the water work. We got hot water, cold. It's absolutely fun and wonderful here. Yes. Well, then, of course, the people, it was a ghost town when, when the people left. They even have apartments and condominiums and a thing that's made to look like a shopping mall over there. It's just for foreigners to look good. Now, however, I, however the old Bible Learning Cup, I've been following this a little bit. Remember the Golden Lampstand Church, uh, Xingzhou Province? I've kept an eye on these guys for a little over a year. Look, I'm not saying they're perfect, but these are guys that want to simply preach the gospel, and the government is always shutting them down, arresting the the uh, pastors. Who knows? Maybe the pastor disappears. You think you got it tough here because your podcast thing's not working, or somebody makes a bad comment on your podcast. Come on, man. This tough over there. Now, earlier this month, right now we're talking here, which is the end of January, going into February, they went over and they packed this thing with dynamite or some kind of explosives. They said, stand back, everybody, and they headed off, and it blew the top of the thing sky high. Blew the whole... Now, this church, think of a big, big, way bigger than a church you can know about, uh, like where they make a whole bunch of school buses or park buses, and it's like looks like it's like five acres long. Have you ever seen those kind of buildings? You say, gee whiz, that's a big building. It was like that, and the top had a high top on it. And, and now, of course, the government's ripping crosses around from any kind of church they can find down there. Now... The last thing is, uh, back in September, a number of months ago, a handful of months, China passed that new religious uh, freedoms thing called against what they call extremism. That's right, against extremism. And they want to render denude every single bit of uh, Christian life in China. That doesn't mean, matter if it's news, if it's the culture. So we say, man, we say, God bless you. No, no, no. You're, you're going. You're going down if you're doing that kind of stuff. Now, the Communist Party has a longstanding fear that Christianity is viewed as a philosophy, and this philosophy can take over. And if you study China, we well, the people are left alone. They're really good. They you know hard work, uh, pretty pretty much kind to one another. But you get a bad philosophy going on, and I don't want to mention it by name, but I mean a bad philosophy. Here in the in the West, we talk about the the Jewish and the Holocaust and the World War One and World War Two, and the atrocities and the prison ships on both sides and the medical experiments. On both sides, well, that's that's bad. But in China, has a history. See, if you live in the United States, your history book quits at about two hundred and some years. 
to China, that's a joke. They have books written a thousand years old, recipes that go back for heaven's sakes. What happened in politics, about 1,000, 1,500, maybe close to 2,000 years, if you can get the government to show me, they have way more history and narratives of what men do when men gets wicked and they get real, real bad towards one another when they don't have Jesus. That's how they blow up a church, tear off the cross, crucify a pastor, and torture people who want to simply say, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, for they are weak and he is strong. Just that right there could get you either shot or disappeared in China. Let's go ahead and say a little prayer for China right now. Let's have a moment. Of, let's have a long moment of silence. I'm going to snap off right now. You can stop the podcast and lift up the poor people in China. God bless you. Greetings and welcome to Bible Learning Cup for one more little life learning lesson that or this happened to me, maybe it should be called. You know, I've taken a lot of tours in my life. I've been blessed to go on some ship tours. I've toured prisons. I've toured penitentiaries. I've toured, toured medical institutions. And, you know, by and large, you sign up for them in advance. They give you a little guidance there, a summary. You're going to have lunch at a certain time. But i got to tell you about one. Whenever I talk about this story, everybody says, you know, you, should, you ought to write a book. You should write a book. And I thought, well, I'll share it with you here. It's, I went to a uh, kind of experimental psychiatric institution. For It was only for about a four-hour tour, and they had a two-hour debriefing session or something. And this was something else. This was back big back in the day when psychiatry was really in Hollywood. It was all the, the rage. And they had, uh, let's just say, I'm not sure about the numbers, say they had uh, five staff assaults per month averaging and five inmate assaults uh, average per month. It was too much. It was, it was killing. Lawsuits were killing them. And they had this thing that came in. Uh, a corporation says, we will cut your, your, your staff assaults and down by 20 or 30% guaranteed. It's going to cost you $200,000. It's called an aggression dummy program. So you may have heard about this before. And so uh, I saw this thing. This thing, it looked like a wide receiver. It was red rubber and, I mean, anatomically correct. And they had taken pains to make the face not look like any particular nationality. So it was just a weird face, but everything else was right. Like a Gumby thing. You could make it sit down. It was real heavy. It must have made 200 pounds with you know, that heavy foam in there. And this thing could take anything. So what they found out, they said, okay, let's bring the inmates in who are violent and have a little session where you sit, you say, pretend that aggression dummy is your dad. He goes, yeah, okay. Pretend you're, you know, your dad's really hurt you. Yeah. Well, you just tell your dad and sock him right on the jaw. Or, you know, it's, you know, so the guy, you know, little by little, like, yeah, do you feel better? Yeah, yeah, I feel better. So then he comes in for another treatment or she and says, is that your mom? Yeah, well, that's, I'll just talk to your mom, tell her all the bad things you did and just go ahead and sock her, slap her, hit, punch, pinch, scratch her, whatever you got to do. Let's get it out of your system. So now it escalates up. Now they're screaming. People, I'll get you. I'll get you. And, whoa, this thing's clicking up. But no, the guys say, give us our check now, $200,000. Well, we we'll make sure this program works first. Sure enough, man, a little over a month, staff assaults are down to just two or three. Inmate assaults are way down to just like one or two. And there's a list of people to sign up to use this aggression dummy. Now, the Bible says, I'm, well, wait a minute, the Bible talks about kindling your anger. Don't kindle that anger. Uh, you know, uh, cruel anger, anger of the Lord, uh, you know, great is the anger of Pharaoh, all these things. Don't do it. Don't kindle anger. But these people say, well, that's, that's that old Bible stuff. We don't do that anymore, that nalphetic counseling. Come on, man. Over there, the only time Jesus is even close to anger is over in Mark 3, 5, says when he had looked about, around about on them with anger, 
being grieved for the hardness of their hearts, he said to the man, stretch forth thy hand. And, and he looked around about them with anger. He looked, but he didn't do it. Well, anyway, the, the, the crowning moment was the female staff were scared to be in with inmates while they were acting out on these dummies. One time, the uh, inmate got so enraged, he jumped over the, the staff counselor's table and opened the door and grabbed some sharp scissors. And the woman almost fainted and passed out. But he, the inmate had no beef with her. The inmate went over and started stabbing the eyes of the dummy, just going berserk, and, you know, cutting and jam. So at that point, they had to discontinue the program. And guess what happened? Discontinue the program. Now, instead of five inmate assaults and staff assaults, you've got 12 or 17 per month because guys have become addicted to this aggression dummy. The company, oh, they've got their $200,000. They're gone. They're long, they've sold this all over the town. So when you say no to the biblical principles, you can get short-term relief for sure. But it says don't kindle anger. You know, mine anger was kindled against the shepherds, and I'll punish them. You, you don't want to start kindling anger. It's 220, 230 times the Bible mentions anger. Let me just read a couple of them. I'll start at the very top. Well, let me scroll up here real fast. Software's running a little slow today. Come on. Cursed be their anger, for in their anger they slew a man. Anger of the Lord. Pharaoh had great anger. Moses' anger. Anger was kindled. Anger of the Lord. Anger was kindled because he went, and the angel of the Lord stood. Don't kindle anger, folks. The Bible way is the best way. There is pleasure in sin for a season. You can achieve some short-term results, and you can you can make $200,000 selling a phony program. The Bible way is the best way. Folks, I hope this encourages you. And if you've got a little anger problem, you, you don't, quote, release it by screaming, pin punching, tearing, crippling, kicking, and scratching. Come to Jesus. Come to the cross. Don't let it go any worse than an angry look. God bless you all, and bye for now.